Have we been to the moon? Have we been to the moon? To the moon, yeah. Mm, no. No. But. But. <laughs> but maybe. Maybe. In an alternate reality. I don't know. Um, it's called Practically Married. Uh, this is because we are practically married. My name is Nina, and this is... I'm Misha. Yep. So, let's see. To introduce myself, I'm... I thought you were introducing the podcast first. Oh, what am I supposed to say about the podcast? This is about... So, this is our podcast, and it is about anything and everything. Um, we're pretty much 20 and well she is 20 but oh maybe I shouldn't have said your age out loud um let me start over okay can you just say some words please I'm getting really nervous okay. I'm sweating I'm sweating um <clears throat> all right well I'm Misha um I like she said I'm 20 and maybe I shouldn't say where I go to school but I'm a dance major um Nina and I's education have been basically the same for a really long time. We went to the same elementary school from oh, what, She's third trying grade? real hard to be me right now. Wow. I'm just kidding. From third grade to middle school to high school, now college. And now we live together. Yes, we do. <laughs> and I think that's why we call it Practically Married because, I don't know, I call her my wife all the time, yeah. my darling, my dear, and she does the same back, so... I mean, we're best friends, That's so we just, yeah. Yeah, I'd say, you know, <laughs> our, our dynamic works as if we're an old married couple. Yeah. So. I think she's the wife, and I'm probably the more of a husband. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. Like she said, we've had the same career for, not career, but like same schooling path for quite some time, so. Today we're just going to be kind of introducing ourselves like we just kind of did and just talking about our life. Um, in the future we're going to be talking more like kind of whatever. We're going to do maybe some Q&As and some riddles, some conspiracy theories, our thoughts on dreams, on politics, on people. Oh, the tea! <laughs> so we'll see where this takes so, us, you know? All the things. Yeah. All the things. All right, you want to jump right into the... Questions okay. or so how about we oops so we put a poll on our Instagrams and we asked people to ask us questions regarding us or just in general and we're gonna answer some of those today. Um the first one that we I wanna start with is how did you guys meet? So that's an interesting not really interesting story, but the first time I'll just take it off. The first time that I laid my eyes on this oh, wow. crazy psychopath <laughs> Um, we were what? How old were we? Maybe like... We're starting at the beginning, beginning? At the beginning, beginning. The first I time know. I saw you. I was definitely small enough to still be like around my mom's legs. Like I would grab onto her legs. I think we both were. Yeah. Because I was with my brother and we were in the library mm -hmm. and our parents were talking and we were just standing a great distance away from each other. <laughs> yeah. And I was kind of looking at her like, who's this? who's that person over there? And she was looking at me the same way, hiding behind her mom. So yeah. um, that's, I guess, how you could say the first time we met. We didn't talk to each other, though. The no, we actual first time I met her and started talking to her is our third grade, um, what's that called? When you come in and Walk meet the and teacher. Talk? No, 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 oh. when you meet the teacher. Oh, I might have time. a different meeting you story. Ooh, though. okay, this is going to be interesting. So the the third grade Miss McCammon's class, um, mm -hmm. my mom was like, you should go sit next to her. She looks nice. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and I sat next to her, and that's when we just started talking. I think we hit it off, but, I mean, she could have a different story. And we hit it off. Well, I have a different... Go for it. I thought... I thought what had happened was we had this thing called walk and talk at our elementary school where 
after you eat lunch, or if you eat quickly enough, and there's enough time left, you can go outside with your friends and walk literally in the square at the front of the school. It was a good time. Um, and I was walking at Walk and Talk, and I remember, like, sitting down maybe... Something along the lines of I walk past her or I'm sitting and Nina comes to me or I come to her. I The details are lost. But the point is, I remember we were outside and I asked her, um, I used to do this thing where I didn't know how to make friends. So I just would ask people, do you want to be my friend? And so we were at Walk and Talk outside and I asked, do you want to be my friend? And Nina, I'm pretty sure it wasn't a resounding yes. It was a yeah, sure. Yeah, it sounds like something I'd say. <laughs> and, then, and then we just walked and talked, and the rest is history. I do remember, however, um, when she when we decided that we were going to be best friends, um, she was best friends with this other girl. Um, I'm not going to say her name because I don't want to call her out like that, but they were best friends, and I was kind of jealous. I was like, dang, I want her to be my best friend. Aww. And then... <laughs> She moved away, this other girl, moved to, I don't know what country, and then I was like, hey, we're best friends now because your other friend is gone. <laughs> so I think that's kind of funny. So she, she stole me away, I guess. Yep. Stole so. her from. I'd like to note about that story, though. The other best friend that I had, Nina and I were still friends, and I tried to pull the three of us together into like a trifecta. I didn't really like her though. <laughs> that was didn't issue. Like her. My third grade self was like, I just don't get along with you. Yeah. And you just know those kind of things. So I wonder where she is now. I have no idea. <laughs> I have literally, this was no like what, third grade. Yeah, I don't have lost all contact with her. Yeah. I hope, you know, if you know who you are, if you even remember me, actually, if you're <laughs> listening to this, good times, third grade. I hope you're doing well out there. <laughs> Uh, okay. You have a question? Yes, I do. Um, we got a question of what are our first impressions of each other? <laughs> oh, man. You got to go ahead. I, don't, I need to formulate my answer. Okay, so I don't have really much time to think. But I think my first impression of Misha hmm, is like this, like, well, again, we met in third grade, so, like, we were young. So, like, who was I to know? But... She was like this adorable little, what is it, ditzy, like, ditzy. very, like, is that a good thing, ditzy? Uh, mm, I feel like it's a good thing. Are you thing. calling me a little bit dumb? <laughs> not dumb, just like precious and like cutesy. I was not really into cutesy stuff. She loves princesses when we were little. Oh, yeah. Um, pink. She oh, still loves pink, but like she like was pink. obsessed with pink. Um, the color, not the brand. And... Um, yeah, I just thought she was just like, you know, you can't hurt her or anything. So, yeah, I mean, but I, we vibed obviously from the start, which is kind of cool. I think my, my first impression, I, the, the first thought that would come to my head was what Nina mentioned earlier of, of, of our moms talking. I, I, the words. Honestly, I don't know how our moms met. I've never bothered asking that question. But Japanese women just have a way of finding each other. They all I don't know, know each other. They like, all know each it's other. It's this huge circle, yeah. I guess. So we've never asked them that question, actually. Maybe that's a good question to ask next time yeah, we're maybe home. Maybe we should bring them onto the podcast. <laughs> that would be cute. Oh, that could be very chaotic, though. Um, I do know that they are going to be like our two biggest fans. So, yeah. hey, mom, how's it going? Yeah, but I think when they were talking and I was like holding my mom's leg and like looking across the way to you and Kai, I was like, you know, they're small Asian toddlers too. It was kind of like a reflection of myself looking back at me. I don't know, in an elementary school, I remember, I remember your mom actually introducing me to your brother first mm-hmm. because... I don't know why. Because Probably because he's just older. He got into the elementary school... We were in a gift, a gifted program for elementary school. Um, it's still around, you know, if you know what we're talking about. If you know, you know. If you know, you but know. I, I don't know. I guess she thought we would be friends, but Nina ended up being the one 
that was put into my class in third grade. Yeah, because we were the same grade. So. Yeah. Crazy yeah. times. <laughs> um, let's see. What's another question here? What's it like being a dance major? It's a tough question. I mean, it's good. I like being a dance major. Same. COVID, however, has <laughs> brought different feelings about being a dance major. So Really? I mean, Please okay. elaborate. So let me talk about that. So I loved being a dance major last year. I still do. And I like the classes and the professors and everything. But the thing that I like the most is like, you know, the environment, the people. And then since COVID swept around, a lot of those people are not here anymore. Um, either they stayed home and they're doing classes online or they just decided to take a gap year, which is perfectly fine. Um, they needed to do what they had to do. But it's like the environment and the community is not the same as it was. So kind of bringing myself and energy to come to class uh, is just a little different. So I see. I get that. I get that. However, for myself, in a more selfish way, I think I, I miss everyone. I miss the community. I definitely miss doing shows and being at the theater. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I've grown a lot despite the circumstances we're in. And I'm proud of that. And I think being in dance classes gives, like, gives me an anchor during all of this, and it gives, because quarantine, whew, I, you know, we all know how it was during quarantine. So being back in class and, like, having goals to work towards and, I don't know, gave me a sense of purpose. Sounds corny, but, you know, it grounds me. So I'm glad that we're back. And for those of you who don't know or you don't talk to us or you just, you know, you're not aware of what the, the dance scene is like, Currently, we have 10 feet taped squares in our studios. Um, we wear masks while we dance. So all of you out there that are complaining, we wear masks for an hour and a half. You know, Twice a day. Twice a day, breathing hard. Doing very intense exercises. So I don't want to hear say. squat because if we can... If we can do that, you can walk through a store, a grocery store, yeah. for like 20 minutes doing for sure. literally nothing. Yeah, and we clean our squares after every class, so yeah, it's a hard knock life. We sit there on our hands and knees <laughs> and wipe down our squares, but you know what? It's worth it to be, you know, it's definitely better than dancing in my bedroom in front of the computer, mm -hmm. which is what we had to do when, you know, in March when COVID broke out and school was canceled. And that was extremely frustrating. Shout out to all my friends out there who are taking classes online this year, um, especially dance classes, because sitting in front of computers that long is just really, really draining. Especially trying to learn choreography or do a ballet class online. You, the motivation that you mm -hmm. have to have mm -mm. to do a ballet class online is, like, actually kind of insane. Yeah, so it's, it's not it's not ideal, but... You know, it's just gotta do what you gotta do. And kind of jumping off of that question, we have another one that says, how do you think your school handled COVID compared to other schools in Virginia? T. So, I have different feelings about that. I feel like the dance department handled it very well. Um, Communication-wise, it was kind of always on edge because they didn't really know the answers either, so they couldn't really give us the answers. Um, but our school in general, I think, no, they did not handle it that well. I mean, just because a lot of the classes, like business classes, marketing classes that could easily be taught online, why did they bring them back to dorms then and risk the health of those students just so that they could get your um, dormitory money? You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree um, I think the dance department did a good job. That's why I, you know, we all had the decision to make of, because we were given an option of you can either come back and take these dance classes in person following XYZ rules, or you also have the option, if you're not comfortable, to take all of your classes online and just stay home. So we all had to make the decision of, and we were all still talking about like, well, I don't even know if I want to come back this year, like at all. 
like period, point blank. I'll just come back next year and graduate a year later. Um, but I came back because I felt that the dance department was like, they were doing everything that they possibly could do. So if, you know, I caught the Ronies, even with all of those in place, I was like, I, you know, we did everything that we could do. I just, I need to dance in a studio with other people. So, but the school, I agree that, you know, putting, you know, people in dorms was not the smartest. I wish, I was complaining about this all year during this semester, this last semester that we had. I see these other schools in New York and like all, especially New York and like other states that are doing this, but they test their students regularly. And then you have to have this little like thing on your phone that says you tested negative and you need that access pass on your phone to get into buildings, like common, like the library or to get food or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think that's really smart. And considering the fact that we have like a whole medical community as part of our school, the fact that we can't do that. Like we have testing settings like set up, but they just pick random people. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I mean, I feel like we, if our, the safety is really the priority. Yeah. And we have the health department with us right here. Why can't we, that would just, you know, no one likes getting tested, but like, mm -hmm. if y'all want to be serious about having in-person class, I think that would have been a really good. And I'm seeing these other schools on TikTok doing it. And I'm like, the heck and I think it's funny that they make us take these daily health um, surveys just to make sure that you don't have the Rona but you can easily just click no on all the symptoms mm -hmm. and go to your class like normal or stay in your dorm like normal because I think they a lot of students thought of it as such a negative thing like if you had COVID you have to go to a separate um, dorm and stay there for like two weeks in quarantine and they're like, I don't want to do that. So they just lie on their survey or say that they're fine and go hang out with their friends. And they even had a policy that was like, if you were caught at a party or anything, you would be suspended. However, I would be driving by campus and I would see <laughs> these huge groups <laughs> of students, some wearing masks, some not, most of the time not wearing masks. And I'm like, Y'all are seeing this. How come no one's, um, you know, saying something about it? So, yeah, just kind of frustrating. I don't know. But, yeah, you know, kudos to our department because I, the community is definitely there. We're like a small department compared to, you know, if you're pursuing something else at the school. And we have like a take care of each other mindset. So I think that's probably what, you know, got us through most of it. So... I don't know. We made it to the end of the semester. I was kind of surprised. We were placing bets. Yeah, I have a whole notes page on my phone of bets because at the very beginning, it did not look like we were going to stay open for more than a month. So yeah. I sent out a thing. I was like, hey, how long do you guys think it's going to stay open for? And a lot of people said um, through September, halfway through October, but no one guessed that we would make it all the way through till, um, you know, winter break. And some schools even shut down already beforehand in mm -hmm. early October, I think it was. But then they ended up reopening. So yeah. what know. changed to make them reopen? I'm not quite sure. but Yeah. I mean, to answer the question directly, compared to other Virginia schools. Oh, school. Is it okay that I said Virginia? I already said Virginia oh, okay. earlier. <laughs> I was like, oh, our, I exposed this. Compared to other Virginia schools, I think we're honestly operating at like probably the same level somewhat but it, somewhat like I some schools aren't as smart as others about. not necessarily the school but the students some of the students that are too. more selfish than because uh, I because I think <laughs> our school with um, a lot of arts departments they need to be at the school because they need the materials and the mm -hmm. studio spaces to pursue their degree they can't do this they're stuck by themselves at home so I think we are thinking a little more smartly student-wise but the school-wise yeah like I think you said yeah but then like again like I said comparing it to like statewide comparisons and like mm -hmm. New York and like places like that like I think I think our schools like in Virginia as a whole could step it up but you know hopefully they do better but we'll mm -hmm. see all right next question what are your long-term goals with, in general, in your career, life, dance, whatever you want to answer to that? 
<laughs> That's a very loaded Ooh, question. That is a loaded question. Um, long-term goals. I would like to get a master's in dance, teach at a university level eventually. I, I'm not putting like a time stamp on that. But like before all of that, honestly, perform, choreograph, teach, not at university level, all the things. Travel, travel a ton. I would like to travel a lot, preferably before I have kids. I mean, after too, but it's like, it's just different, you know? But kids. yeah, you know, eventually get married, settle down, family, all of that. But mm. <laughs> she's making this face at me where she, Nina does this face where when she's like trying to be polite, but you can tell that she personally doesn't agree or like would do that herself she does this like little half smile and goes hmm (laughs) she just did i don't think it's not that i don't like disagree no not disagree but like you personally wouldn't i feel like personally my life goals kind of the same in the beginning just like traveling yes i want to go to a lot of different places but right now you know rona and don't have that much money so you know ball on budget and i think um choreograph a lot master's degree maybe i wanted to go to school in new york that didn't work out um because it's extremely expensive um maybe go to new york after i graduate here we'll see how that turns out and then choreographing a shit ton and just yeah and then when i get married and have kids or adopt a kid we'll see um I don't know when people say settle down. I'm like, I don't want to just like make like get a home and then like stay there in that home because that's like so much commitment. I'll do that when I'm like 50, mm. you know. But I I'd love that's to. That's not just... what I meant. Yeah, I'm sure se. that's not what you meant. I don't know. It just I don't know goals and like I hate goals. I hate goals, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like goals add so much more stress to your life. You know what I mean? They're supposed to make you feel a lot, like, at ease. They don't make me feel at ease. Whenever a teacher in class is like, all right, what are your goals for the semester or the year? And I'm like, mm. that just means I have to pick something and be like, I'm working towards this. I'm not working towards anything. I'm just working, you know? She's just living life. I'm just living life, seeing where it takes me, going with the current. I feel that. To an extent. <laughs> to an extent. Go with, I like going with the flow, but also I'm a person that likes to have plans. I'm a planning. Sometimes I like to be spontaneous, but more often than not, I like to I have I can verify that structure. that is extremely true. <laughs> she is that person when we like go and hang out together. She's like, so what are we doing? What time are we meeting? And where are we going? And I'm like, uh... Come run your ready. Because, like, how am I supposed to get, like, how am I supposed to prepare anything if I don't know what's happening? What am I going to wear? What do I need to bring? Do I need to eat beforehand? That's why you just got to be ready for anything. I don't know. Just Nina's ready for mindset. anything is, like, grab a granola bar. And, like, no, literally. No, actually, because I will just have my, my Adidas um, fanny, put my wallet, keys, a scrunchie, and a mask in there. Yeah, I got to include that mask nowadays. Grab a granola bar, put my shoes on, maybe a jacket. I'm ready to go. Ready to do whatever. Yeah, I can't. That's that's no bueno. <laughs> that's not how I roll. I have to be in the mood for spontaneity. I don't know. Like, some, like sometimes word. I'll be like, you know what? Do you want to do this? Like, the other day we just, we were sitting here <laughs> the night before. Um, and I was like, I've been wanting to go to D.C. Um, do you want to maybe do that tomorrow? And then we went. <laughs> yeah, we went to DC. The same thing happened like, what was it, like a month ago maybe? No, two months ago. And I was like, I've been meaning to go to Ikea. The closest one is um, this far away. And it was like two hours away. And I was like, you want to go with me? And she was like, yeah. And sorry, professors, but we skipped class to go to yeah. Ikea <laughs> two hours away. So she is spontaneous sometimes. To be in the mood. Yeah. It's a once in a blue moon kind of thing. Alright, next question. Pet peeves regarding the other. Mm. After living with each other for, what is it, four months now? Five months? Since August? It's August, alright, well. July? I don't know. This is a 
interesting question because I know she has pet peeves of me and she knows I have pet peeves yeah. of her. We just don't say them, so the truth is out <laughs> now. This is a Let's truthful dish out the scene. Tea. You can go first. You want me to go first? <laughs> she um, looks so nervous right now. <laughs> She's not one for confrontation. No. Um. Okay. Here I go. <laughs> she just did a Debbie Ryan. It, okay, I'm I'm trying to like word this. No, me fiddling with my mic. Go ahead. Go ahead. Punch I me. I it frustrates me sometimes. This sounds like that. a marriage counseling <laughs> class. Again, because we're practically married. It frustrates me sometimes that you don't have indecisiveness. You have like, is this even a word? Undecisiveness. Um, what's that word? Not agnostic. Apathy, apathy, you're apathetic towards like decisions that need to be made sometimes. <laughs> like things that need to be done by someone, just like things. And when you don't have an opinion, it makes me feel like I have to make the decisions. So it feels like I feel, I feel like sometimes I'm doing everything because you don't have an opinion, which puts the pressure on me to make decisions. Yeah. That's okay. yeah. I understand. There you go. Because <laughs> I know what you're talking about. It's like when you ask me a question, like a this or that question, but I I just go like, I don't care. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's because I just literally don't care. But if you really want me to choose one, just say you pick. Literally, just those two words. You pick, and I'll pick okay. one. Or like things where it's like it's not like a this or that. It's like a what do you want for this 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 or what do you want to do for this this this. And it's like, I don't care either. Like, we're both down for anything, but decisions need to be made. Gotcha. All right. Noted. I'll take that into consideration. This turning into a therapy. Yeah, this sounds like a therapy session. But I mean, I mean, some of these things need to be said because I know she probably would have never told me that if no one asked us this question. Really? I feel like you wouldn't have never told Mm, me that. Because it's been what? And how many times have you asked me a question like that? And I've just said, I don't care. Mm -hmm. And it's been like four months, five months, so... Yeah. Not me sweating over here. <laughs> I mean, I'm sweating just because it's hot in here. Um, let's see. It's oh my boy. turn. Oh, boy. This is something that is not necessarily you. Just anyone in general. It just happens that we live together. <laughs> so I'm happens, in the range of fire. Because <laughs> this happens at my um, parents' house, too. So, like, when I'm in the kitchen, I like to be in the kitchen by myself. Mm. I learned that about you. Yeah. I did not know that. Because I, I, it was like the first two months maybe, I noticed every time I went to the kitchen, no matter what time of day it was, literally Misha would walk in like one minute after <laughs> and it would just trigger me so much. Like this oh ball of fire just ignites inside of me and I could not tell you why. <clears throat> I just, I just like being by myself in the kitchen, especially when I'm cooking. I like to have a clear counter and just like do my own thing and then she just comes walking in and I'm like oh my <laughs> oh my god in my head I'm like if you don't turn around right now I will strangle oh you my god. but it hasn't happened in like well because I kind of took note of that okay well because you just mentioned once in a conversation that you like to be alone in the kitchen or when you're cooking I was like hmm that's interesting I think it's just like it just happened to be coincidental that you would walk in I don't think you mean to just like, oh, she's in the kitchen? Let me go to the kitchen real quick. I don't think. Well, part of it is like, oh, she's eating something? What's she eating? Oh. What's she cooking up over there? But also I think it's just like just a lifestyle difference because I'm the kind of person like I enjoy having someone cooking with me. And it might be like because I live with just my mom. So Um. when she's at work and I have the responsibility of cooking, I'm cooking by the time, like, I'm cooking by myself all the time. And it's like, it's okay. You know, I do my thing, cook. But then when there's someone else, I'm like, it makes it a little more fun. Oh, I see. So. See, like when I'm in the mood to cook dinner, like with someone else, like you know I'm in the mood to cook dinner with someone else. Oh, yeah. Yep. Because so, I'll be like playing music and dancing around <laughs> in the kitchen, and I'm like, you need help? She's like, sure. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you want to keep going on this topic or change it up? Well, what was the question? <laughs> Pet peeves regarding the other after living oh. with each other. Um, not necessarily, like, th- I've just noticed a lot of things. I'm sure this happens with, like, anyone that you move in with or that you decide to live with, um, whether it's, like, friends or, like, partners and 
you just learn a lot of things that you did not know about them. Like what I just mentioned about Nina wanting to cook alone. Yeah, I think she's also picked up on my mood patterns um, throughout the month. Uh, Each month, I feel like it just resets in the way. Because I get like, I don't know. You could probably explain that really well, how you know from the outside perspective and then from the inside perspective. Um, I think the best way to explain it is I feel like a clueless boyfriend is like the best way <laughs> to explain it. Wait, that's actually really good. <laughs> right? Because it's like sometimes, I think we both value our alone time. I mean, everyone should, and I'm sure everyone does. But it's kind of hard to tell sometimes because you'll know will we you'll know both of us want to be left alone when our doors close. But sometimes there's just things that I need to ask her again, like what I mentioned earlier, like things there's just things that need to be done. I need to ask her whatever. The door's closed. Sometimes the door's been closed for days straight. I haven't seen her in a while. <laughs> sometimes I don't know. It's just hard to gauge whether she wants to be disturbed or not. And I'll know as soon as I open the door. But by then, it's too late. I've already stepped into the territory. So sometimes she's like, yeah, what's up? Or like, come in. I'm like, okay. All right. But sometimes I'll knock. No answer. Like, creak open the door. And she'll be like, yeah. Like, in the corner. In the corner of her bed. Like, in a pile of blankets. With these, like, eyes. I'm like, okay. Maybe I'll just... And I'll ask the question, but, you know, I'll be like, yeah. I feel like it's maybe like one week out of every month I go into what Misha calls hibernation. And I just don't want to talk to anyone. I'm just in my room. And I'll come out to use the bathroom and get food, and that's about it. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Now I'm curious. Is there anything that you've noticed about me that you've never noticed? I've noticed she eats a lot of separate meals. She'll never have, like, one big meal. She'll have, like, six different um, (laughs) entree-size courses throughout the day. So, and I don't eat that much. Well, when I do eat, I eat a lot. So I'll have, like, one or two meals a day, and they're, like, fat, and I'll just grub. Um... But she'll have, like, these tiny little, like, one, for breakfast, she'll have yogurt and some fruit, and then, like, between breakfast and lunch, she's like, mm, I'm hungry, and let me get a snack, and that snack will be, like, what you probably would eat as, like, a side dish of a meal, you know what I'm talking about? What, like, just some, like, fruit or something? No, just, like, um, I don't know, like, a croissant or, like, a bagel or something. I don't know. It just progresses throughout the day. All the way until dinner is going to be, like, her largest meal. So it, like, gets bigger throughout the day. (laughs) You know what I mean? And (laughs) I've also noticed that whenever she's hungry, no matter, like, what kind of hungry, she'll always say, I'm starving. Interesting. Instead of just like, I'm hungry or I could eat or something. Like, I'm starving. <laughs> I'm like, but you just ate like two hours ago. How are you starving already? I you think know? I think it's important to note so I don't sound like like an eating machine. When when classes start up, we're dancing for like uh basically we're moving for like the majority of the day and that's quite a um lifestyle change from summer. So I get hungry a lot more often than normally. Like right now, like I'll maybe have like a snack, maybe like once a day. But during during like the semester, it would be like breakfast, class, then after that class I need a snack, I'm already hungry. And then we go in to another class. After that is lunch, starving by then. I'm starved, <laughs> like I'm so hungry. And then we'll have another class. I might have a snack during that class. And then we eat dinner. So, I don't know. I just, it, we're just moving a lot and I just get hungry more often. But yeah, she's never been around me 24 hours for long periods of time. Yeah. So, I guess you wouldn't see that. Yeah, I don't see the feasting side of her. No, yeah. My mom would vouch for me to say that. I've, I've always been someone, I enjoy eating, I like food a lot. I've always been oh, I love food. a child who eats a lot. I just don't eat throughout the day as much as probably I should. Yeah, sometimes you worry me a little bit. Literally the other day I had three granola bars. Um, from I woke up at nine, had a granola bar before I went to work, 
had a granola bar during my break at work. Oh my god. Had a granola bar when I got home from work and then didn't eat until 7 p.m. An actual meal for dinner. Yeah, so. sometimes I worry. Well, I think it's just because if I was eating what she, and this sometimes applies during the semester as well, if I was eating what Nina was eating, I think I would pass out. Like, genuinely, I think I would pass out in the middle of doing I think something. I've conditioned myself to be able to handle this, because during, like, high school, the same would apply. I would just have a granola bar for breakfast, and I wouldn't eat until I got home at, like, what, 3 p.m. I would have a meal. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know. I don't know if I have, like, low blood sugar or something, but, like, if I haven't eaten in a while, I, <laughs> I figured out recently, four-hour increments is when I get hungry. Like, if I ate at noon, I will probably most likely be hungry again for, like, so a little something at, like, four. It's been four hours. If I don't eat, like, say I ate lunch at noon and I'm out and I haven't eaten in, like, six hours, I get shaky. Oh. I get cranky. I can, like, feel myself, like, like, I feel, I don't know, I just feel off and I'm, like, very, like shaky and wobbly and like I need food now. I've also noticed about her, well I kind of knew this before, she gets so mean when she's hungry. She's like you can just tell something's wrong and I'm like dang what's her issue? <laughs> oh my God. And I'm like in a good mood and she all she needs, there was one time, one specific time we were out with our parents, I don't know what we were doing, and you were being so snappy at me for like anything I did and I was like, okay, dang, like why is she being so rude? I think it was when we were touring school and then we ended up getting oh, food. Oh, and you got like Chick-fil-A? I don't even know. Well, we, like, I don't know, we I ended up eating something and then your mood changed <laughs> and you were like so talkative and like dancing around and I was like, dang, why was she, maybe she just needed something to eat and even later, like the next day, she was like, sorry guys being so rude, I was just really hungry and I was like, oh, of course you were. Uh, so I think that's kind of funny. If Future boyfriend, oh, yeah. note, if she's upset, get her some food. Yep. That move will change. Yes. Unless you've done something, then, then you maybe know. fix yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hold on, I have one. She has one. Go for it. We got a question. Um, when did you guys realize you were best friends? Is this the one you were talking about? Mm-hmm. I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> okay, well, I, I knew this question prior um, she just heard it, so I'll give you time to think. Um, I, you know, it's funny because I don't know that I could pinpoint an exact moment. It's like, this is gonna get real corny, but like when you're falling in love with someone, you can't exactly pinpoint. I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe Ew, you can. she's in love with me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> in that same way, whenever you ask people or like falling asleep or falling, falling. Here we go. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. Well, now really when we go back then to falling in love. <laughs> it's just, it's hard. You can't quite pinpoint like an exact moment. Mm -hmm. I think I just started noticing that, like, wow, you're kind of the only person that I hang, and the only person that we hang out with. <laughs> and our schedules lined up a ton and I think that put us in a position of like, her mom would be carpooling us. So I would always just either be at her house after school or we would end up having the same after school activities. Maybe we purposely did that, maybe we didn't. But we were just spending a lot of time together. And then people started mistaking us for each other. And I was like, by the way, this continues to this day. I just want to note that that is probably the That's most annoying <laughs> thing in my entire life is that people will mistake me for her. I've never ever <laughs> been in a situation where someone has called Misha by my name. It's no, always no. me call me being called Misha. No, 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 no. By people who don't even know her. Oh my God. That's the part that that really triggers me is I had a teacher one time who was talking to me, doesn't have Misha as a student calls me Misha and I was like so confused I was like you don't even know her how did it was I was so mad but continue I would just like to mention that people do mistake me for Nina she's I just never, never around I, she, never I swear she is just never around for those moments but there, this is just a side story that I felt I I don't know why I don't know why this happens 
and everyone like more often than not people mistake Nina for myself I don't know why I it's not on purpose I swear I don't know why it happens she's going around telling people you see her make sure you call her Nisa <laughs> it'll piss her off um but there was this time where we did like I said we just happened to do a lot of activities together I guess but we um <laughs> we did a musical summer camp oh and she just rolled her eyes this is really bad like I felt really bad about this we did a musical summer camp it was like two weeks we were there like all day for like two weeks to put on this production at the end um it was through like a studio friend that, and we went to the same studio after school so we were dancing together and then we were doing this thing at the very end of the production it's like oh, okay yay like we had we did like what four shows four successful shows and then like the directors of the whole camp were like okay we're gonna give out like um little awards as you know as summer camps do and i got an award saying um there was just this i don't know why it why, why or where but there's inside joke that everything bad that would happen would be caused by me or like it was my fault that just things would happen so my award was like most most likely to be blamed for something and then nina's award was most get, uh, all right yeah most like, likely to be called misha <laughs> how disappointing i was so excited i was like oh this is gonna be funny what am i gonna get oh no i this was like right before high school i think like it was the summer between middle and high school i just kind of laughed it off but it was one of those laughs that has like <laughs> pain behind it i was like oh <laughs> yeah yeah so. i felt really bad if someone that knows us would like to explain this phenomenon to us and i used to think when we were kids it was oh because we looked alike like whatever it's fine but now that we've grown up we don't the only resemblance that we have is we're both asian with dark hair like we're like about the same size we have different builds though and i'm a little bit taller she's a little taller and i wear glasses like all the time i've started wearing contacts because you know masks get kind of annoying with glasses but still like we don't look that much alike so i'm like why i don't know so yeah so that's a thing if so. you know us you know <laughs> so yeah okay let me answer this question oh were you done answering that question i think so we just i don't it just happened yeah. okay so i think kind of the same it kind of just happened i think i kind of noticed that she was my bestest friend, the one that I actually preferred to spend time with, when she would start hanging out with other people and I would get jealous about it. Aww. Start thinking like, oh, she's trying to replace me. No. Oh, she's like, I'm, a, I'm pretty, I'm not like that much of a jealous person, but it's like when it's someone you care about, you're like, mm, I wish they were hanging out with me instead, you know? Damn. So. That's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's. When I was like, oh, me, she's... And I do remember when we did become best friends, she... Did I ask you? I think you asked me. Oh, my God. Again. I asked you? You asked me towards the, like, middle-ish end of third grade when we met that beginning of that year, or we mm. started talking at the beginning of that year. You are like, maybe my best friend? After the other girl moved away. Yeah. So. Well, also because, like, right at third grade was when our school things... Literally, like, all of our activities were aligning. Mm -hmm. We were in a gifted dance program together. Mm -hmm. We were in class, like, normal school, which was also, like, a gifted education program. So it was, like, a small community in general. Like, I feel like as we went through elementary and middle school, like, we all kind of knew each other because it was a small group. But we were in that together, went to the same middle school. We went to the same high school, and that was also a specialized program. And we did volunteering stuff together, after school <laughs> clubs, dance studio. I started competing. Um, Nina was the one that kind of pulled me into her. I was at a different studio, um, but she kind of pulled me into hers, and then I was there for the rest of school. So, yeah. for public education. And also, we wanted to be sisters, like, really bad. Um, mm. I feel like and they're I, my sister. Yeah, I feel like, because we would, you, <laughs> we called each other, um, people would mistake us for like, they're like, are you related at all? And we would tell them that we were cousins, because we wanted to be like, somewhat related. Because like, I don't even know why we wanted to be related. But we were like, we're cousins. And that, that joke was not even a joke. People believed us for the longest time. Yeah. Um, until our other, our like, third best friend kind of, don't mean to call you out, but you kind of ruined it a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> um, yeah. 
she, she like asked our parents if they were sisters and they were like what are you talking about and then she exposed us yeah so but i mean it's okay well People i think it's kind of ironic because our moms if you've ever seen our moms and then us like the four of us together nina definitely looks like her mom and i think i look like my mom but like our moms don't look like each other at all. Not at even all. a and it's single resemblance. Ironic because my mom is taller than your mom, mm-hmm. but Nina's taller than me. It's kind of you're the same height as my mom. I'm this. I'm kind of the same height as your mom. Yeah. It's kind of so, opposite. I don't even know. I don't know. Our moms don't look alike at all. Anyway, so. I was telling that sister thing because I remember a time we literally did a spit shake and we were like, <laughs> "This is what connects us. We're now related." Because all we have to do is swap spit through our hands for some reason. I don't even know. Um, so we, you know, you spit on your hand, and if you don't know what a spit shake is, spit on your hand and then shake hands with the other person. And we did that, and I think that's the most cringiest thing we've ever done. Mm. Maybe not. We've done a lot of we've done a lot of cringy stuff. stuff. Also, as we've like grown up, we've realized we were the weird kids. Yeah, we were school. literally just because we were thinking we were like, who are the weird kids? And we could think of like some people, but also looking back at like Snapchat memories and stuff, we're like, oh hey, you God. know what? Maybe we were the weird kids. Oh my God. The memories, even just from like four years ago, I'm like, why did no one tell me yeah. that I looked like? That? It's a miracle that we had other friends. That's. It's um, a miracle that we pulled guys. Yeah, honestly. No, that's a. Big, I mean, we have great personalities, but like. Hopefully, I mean, you guys can tell me. Do I have a good personality? <laughs> but like, three, four years ago, who? Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. The next question is kind of like spinning off. We're kind of going into it anyways. Yeah. Advice to keep a long-term relationship or friendship. Sorry, a long-term friendship. Hmm. I think. You think you've you've had this in the back of your yeah. mind longer. Um so I think some advice would just be like give each other know your boundaries, give each other space. Um, if you are in an argument, there's no need to talk it out like right there and then, like, okay, why are you being a bitch to me? There's no need for that. Um, because it'll just make them be more of a bitch. Um, I think just give each other space. What we've kind of done, I don't know if you've noticed this, but when we are in an argument or it's like tension in the room we will not speak to each other for like a whole day um this has been going since like high school when we would like get an argument in school Hmm. we would like not text or talk each other talk to each other for like a whole day maybe and then one of us will come back to the other and be like i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry i feel like that was mostly me i felt i felt the guilt not the guilt but like see yeah because i'm one of those people who like I don't need to talk something out unless it's like really deep. But all of our I do. <laughs> all of our arguments were like so stupid and just like petty, salty things that mm-hmm. I can't even remember what we were arguing about. And then yeah, she'll just come and apologize and I'm like, Oh no, like I forgot about you. <laughs> we're chill or like I'll say sorry or something. You know, I just think giving each other space and time to like back up. Cause we yeah, we're best friends. We do not text each other 24-7 like some other best friends do. Um, Just because, I don't know, I don't feel the need to talk to her all the time. But I know that she's there if I need her. Like, I can just call her up and be like, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Listen. I love those calls. Those are the best calls. Those are my favorite calls. Um, I think think this just goes with, like, every kind of relationship in your life. But trust... Trust is very important. Honesty and trust, they kind of go hand in hand, but, like, if you can't trust that person, then, like, A, like, why are, like, really, why are you even friends with them, to be completely honest with you? Um, I don't know. I, I know, I, it comes with time, too, but, like, I know that I can tell her anything, probably because we've grown up next to each other, so, like, all, everything we do is like well informed. Like I don't need to explain anything to her. She already knows mm. <laughs> about like everything. I am all knowing. <laughs> but I don't know. I think something that pulls friends together to be like close is just like I don't know, sharing stuff that you wouldn't share with just anyone. That's very true. So yeah, I'd tell you anything. And I'd tell if you anything. If I murdered someone and needed to bury oh. the body, I would go to you. Yeah. <laughs> really random but I was laying in my bed the other day this is gonna make me sound like a psychopath but I was thinking like what if like I killed someone or like accidentally killed someone for whatever reason 
And I just started thinking, like, how would, what, I, what would I do? Like, where would you, what would you do with the body? Like, oh who God. would you tell? Like, if I killed someone in my room, how would I get them outside and to where? Where would I put them? Like, what? I don't know. That makes me sound like a psychopath, but that was just... I was laying in my bed and thinking about that. I live and with she's, a psychopath. she's looking at me like I'm about to reach across the table and kill her or something. But You know, if I ever turn up missing, just look here first. <laughs> Question her first. Look, me, look here because I don't know where I would even put that body. If there yeah. was It's funny to think about if you, like, not even, like, I don't know, just, like, committed a crime or something or what. <laughs> it's just something like that. It came to me. I would definitely have her back, but the panic. Oh my god, I would the love way to we see Nisha's <laughs> panic, panic mode. No, no, no. Our mutual panic is like we do this thing. <laughs> it's like a look that we share. Like it's a look, and then we both like laugh hysterically, but like it's like serious stuff, and we're like panicking about something, but like we can't stop laughing. Yeah, it just, it just, and then we both spiral, so. Then we have many stories where something scary, not even scary, just something remotely around us has happened, and we're like, we look at each other, and we're like, we're like, oh my god. And, I, sorry, she just, I, she just totally distracted me. Um, <laughs> so, like, if some sound will happen in the kitchen, this happened the other day, something yeah. fell in the kitchen, we didn't know what it was. And I was in my room, she was in her room. <laughs> she was going to sleep, but I was still up. And I was like, are you okay? Because I thought that was her. And she was like, that wasn't me. <laughs> so the immediate, like, still, like, you know, you just freeze. And I just froze, and she was in her room. And we both we opened, both our, the door. opened our doors, and we can see each other from each other's rooms. And we looked at each other and just started laughing. Because <laughs> we were like, what? She grabbed her foam roller to, like, defend herself and I had pepper spray and a knife just to come out here in the kitchen just to find that something had fallen so yeah. it was just that kind of mutual like look at each other and just hysterical laugh oh yeah yeah do you have any more questions no okay um, I have one more one more okay we just realized that we're kind of rounding out to like 50 minutes here so if you've listened this long thank you we appreciate you. you and we're kind of wrapping it up this question I feel like could be in is definitely going to be unpacked more in a future episode. Have we been to the moon? Have we been to the moon? To the moon, yeah. Mm, no. No. But. But. <laughs> but maybe. Maybe. In an alternate reality. I don't know. Okay. Why? That's interesting. That was just one of the What did you expect me to say? No, no. I mean, I thought you that you were going to say, like, yeah. I don't know. You're brain as, uh, well, as well as you yeah, do. Yeah, I've been to the moon. Not, not we. Me and you. Like, I don't understand humans, the question. Have humans oh, been to, Oh, my goodness. I thought, okay, sorry. I thought the question was, have, like, Nina and I been to the moon? That's why I got close to the mic, and I was like, no. Yes, we have. We're just not telling Oh, have you. humans been to the moon? Oh, a conspiracy theory, I see. Yeah, that's why I said we could unpack this oh. more in a future one, but... We'll unpack this later, but, I mean, apparently we have. There's, like, things to show us that we have, and we have images and stuff. But who knows? I have not personally been to the moon, and neither has Nina. So who are we to say that we have definitely done it? You know what I'm saying? Catch yeah. my drift. <laughs> so I think my thinking is just, like, question everything. I just, it, I have a hard time believing things that supposedly higher authority are just telling me but not giving me further information you know so this is gonna make me sound stupid maybe but i think maybe we have been to the moon but also there's something there's sus. something sus around there because it's just i don't know it's just too there's something there i just I and, think they're hiding something. Oh, definitely. No question about that. They're definitely hiding something. So, but we will talk about that in we'll another episode. So, yeah. All right. I have a few riddles for you okay. to round this out today. Um, the first one, I already know the answer to. Okay. The other two, I don't know the answer to. Um, I, just as a preface, disclaimer, disclaimer, um, I swear I'm not stupid. In, like, some instances, I oh. can be. But I did graduate with an above 4.0 GPA. 
honors. This is her moment to like insert a bragging or something. No, 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 no. I just, in case I sound really dumb. Her street smarts are not as high up there, I guess is what she's saying. I can be book smart, but not street smart. You know, she used to think that street smart meant like knowing roads and stuff off the top of your head. And I thought that was the funniest thing. Um, Anyway, the riddle. This one I do know the answer to, so don't mess it up. Okay. You live in a one-story house made entirely out of red wood. Red wood. What color are the stairs? Huh? I live in a house. Repeat it one more time. You live in a one-story house made entirely out of red wood. What color are the stairs? Non-existent. Okay, so you got that one. Okay. I really thought you were going to say red, like, with full confidence. You look like you're red. Well, no, because you said a one-story house. Yeah, look at you. Yay. (laughs) All right, she got that one. All right, this next one, I do not know the answer to, and it's kind of lengthy, so stay with me. A boy was at a carnival and went to a booth where a man said to the boy, if I write your exact weight on this piece of paper, then you have to give me $50. But if I cannot, I will pay you 50 the boy looked around and saw no scale, so he agrees, thinking no matter what the man writes, he'll just say he weighs more or less. In the end, the boy ends up paying the man $50. How did the man win the bet? And rereading this a second time, I think I know the answer. Hold on. So, the man, what did the man offer? He said, if I can write your exact weight on this piece of paper, you have to give me $50. But if I can't, you will pay me $50. Hmm. So it's like a $50 wager. And there's no scale. There's no scale. They're at a carnival. They're at a carnival, yeah. Hmm. What is your guess? Since well, you don't I'm pretty sure I know what it is. So I want to see what you know since you're unsure. Hmm. I feel like I've heard this one before, and it's like the thing about riddles is like after you hear the answer, you're like, oh, and mm-hmm. it makes you feel dumb. Yeah. Um, maybe. Are they like? Do they know each other? There must be like something happening at that carnival that gives that man that confidence. <laughs> so I think since the riddle says, if I can write your exact weight, but if I cannot, so I think he doesn't have any arms or hands. So he can't physically write anything on the piece of paper. Oh my god, that's awful. <laughs> I know that sounds so morbid, but rereading that, I was like, hmm. You know, that would make sense. Hmm. That would be a loophole. Do you have an answer? Or do you want me to just reveal it? I think you can lock that in. All right, we locked it. The man did exactly as he said he would and wrote your exact weight on the oh. paper. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's mine was a just a little dark then. <laughs> I guess I just have a darker mind. Well, because there were those, like, riddles a long time ago that I heard a lot about, like, Sally sitting on a swing. Yeah, I was, like, knock. And, like, she didn't have, like, arms or legs. She doesn't have any arms or legs. So she, like, couldn't knock. Knock, knock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's there? Those are dark jokes. Not Sally. (laughs) Uh, All right. Last one to finish off this podcast today. A woman shoots her husband. She... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That's just not really dead. Okay. Oh, my gosh. A woman shoots her husband. Then she holds him underwater for over five minutes. She finally hangs him. But five minutes later, they both go out together and enjoy a wonderful dinner together. How can this be? Wait, do you know the answer to this? No. Repeat it one more time, please. (laughs) A woman shoots her husband. Then she holds him underwater for five minutes. Finally, she hangs him. But five minutes later, they both go out together and enjoy a wonderful dinner together. How can this be? My theory, my working theory is that she ne- they never said she shot him with a gun. Shot him with, with like, I don't know, like a paint gun. And then, then what, hold it underwater. Maybe his shirt is underwater to wash it. And then you hang it, hang it dry. I don't know. I don't think she, I think the point is that she didn't shoot him with a gun. I think she killed herself. Well, and then, then they went they out as a spirit. Out. They're both ghosts now. Oh. I don't know. Maybe that's really dark. Apparently, we Apparently exposed you have my dark, dark humor. humor on the last one, too. So, But I don't know if that's right. You want me to reveal it? Yeah. Locked in? All right. The woman... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? The woman was a photographer. She shot a picture of her husband, developed oh, it, and hung it up see? to dry. They so never you specified were with a gun. Wow, okay. Maybe I should just... 
Well, that makes more sense than, like, my laundry theory, but, like, (laughs) I forgot that people developed photos. Yeah, I think this was meant for, like, a really, like, an older audience, maybe, because we don't develop photos anymore. I wish we would, because those are kind of cool. Yeah. So, yeah, that wraps up. It's, like, right about an hour. Yeah. So... Yeah. Thanks for listening, I guess. I don't really know how to end these kinds of things. Um, thank you for listening. We're not really sure what the schedule for like putting up new episodes is going to be, but follow our Instagram at practically.married for updates. And we'll probably be posting polls and asking questions. And we would like your feedback. Oh, definitely. Please. And yeah, thank you for listening all the way through. Just one more thing. Yeah. Look at us. Look at us. Say it one more time. Look Look at at us. us. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See you guys later.